You're listening to the Run the Riot podcast, where we talk about all things ultra running. I'm your host, David Terrio, and man, I'm pumped that you are here. Let's see what we can get into today. Hey there, my friends. Welcome to this week's episode of the Run the Riot podcast. And this week, we'll be talking with Eric Whittington and Brent Ransom from UR Ultra. You've probably seen uh, Arlen Glick as he's running and smoking these courses, uh, wearing a shirt that says U, the letters U, the letter R, Ultra. And uh, so I get to talk to two of the guys who are... Who, who have this company and who are doing all the things. And man, we get to talk about the, the company, what it's all about, their vision, and how they're helping others uh, through, through race sign-up. And man, they've got some big stuff on the horizon, some things that we share, some things that we couldn't share. Uh, but it's pretty cool, man. So you need to check those guys out. But before we get started, uh, let's talk about our sponsors. First, uh, the Outlaw Race Series. Guys, I was there this weekend at the Thunderbird Race in Norman, just helping out, uh, giving a hand out there, and having a blast. It was so good. Uh, the weather was nice and cool, uh, but it was a great race, man. People were, were pushing their limits, having fun, um, man, uh, achieving their goals, man. I just loved being out there, just encouraging people, uh, just working an aid station, hauling things, and just, uh, just, just seeing what they need. And I got to just see people push through some things. Hey, even got to to help a lady who might be listening to this now, uh, who broke her ankle. We thought it was just sprained really bad, and so we went. I don't know, four miles. Uh, helped her walk out of the trail and actually to the finish line. <laughs> so, uh, and she found out it was it was a, a, a broken ankle. But uh, but man, tough people out there, and she got it done. Um, so anyway, it was it was very valuable. I want you to check out the Outlaw Race series. It's amazing. www.outlaw100 dot com and uh man there are a bunch of races the lake mcmurtry greater roadrunner trail run flower moon dark and dirty flat rock uh thunderbird outlaw 100 and now the prairie spirit and the kansas rails to trails race uh fall under the outlaw 100 banner uh so man just just a bunch of great races in south kansas but mostly also mostly in uh oklahoma um, man, you want to do some of these races. They are fantastic. We're also brought to you by Pure Tiva. Uh, it's uh, recovery, stuff for recovery, man. It's, it's CBD bioavailable, uh, made in the USA. Their sleep chews are amazing. There's a cream, there's a roll-on uh, with 1,000 milligrams of broad-spectrum CBD. Go to Tiva, T-I-V-A dot Terio, T-H-E-R-I-O-T dot run, or Tiva dot the riot dot run to check that out. We're also brought to you by Long Run Coffee. Uh, you might have heard my interview with the founder of uh, Long Run Coffee, Thomas. And uh, if you go to coffee.runtheriot.run, you can check out the, the Run the Riot blend. It's it's electrolyte-infused coffee. So, you know, we got to get our electrolytes, dudes. We sweat. Uh, things are, you know, we, we, we get rid of all that stuff. We need to put it back in. And so why not do it with coffee, dude? Coffee and electrolytes? Man, those are the two necessities of life. <laughs> and we are also brought to you by Runner's World Tulsa. Uh, man, go to www.runnersworldtulsa.com to check them out. If you're in Tulsa, stop by. Man, they've got all these things you need. Dude, I saw this week they even posted, they even have fanny packs, like running fanny packs. They were all colorful and stuff. Really cool. <laughs> they've got the shoes. They've got the packs. They've got the, not just fanny packs. They've got the run vests and all the things, man. Really great, really great people. Amazing store. Uh, check them out. Runners World Tulsa. All right, guys. Well, uh. 
let's uh let's chat with my friends my new friends from ohio with you are ultra Today on the Run the Riot podcast, we get to chat with a couple guys from URUltra.com. I'm going to be talking with Eric and Brent. What's going on, guys? Oh, the usual. How much are you doing? Like I said before we started recording, you guys rescued me from some uh, some honeydews out in the yard, so I appreciate that. <laughs> awesome. So before we start talking about all you guys have going on with uh, the, the website and uh, like you know, I got to know you guys through Arlen, Arlen Glick. Uh, you know, he's been wearing the shirts that say you are ultra. And so um, so he kind of turned me on to you guys and said that you guys would be interesting to have on the podcast. And uh, and so before we get into the website, tell me who you who you guys are. Who are you? How'd you get involved in this? And, uh, you know, what's your connection with running? Well, we both run uh, a lot. I've been racing running hundreds for about a decade now uh nice. you know Br brett and i are veterans and we got hooked up through uh, team rwb years ago nice and probably about three three and a half years ago we were out running one night and brent out of the blues like hey you know if we had our own race registration platform we could make a lot of money and I was like, yeah, we could. <laughs> I said, well, I wouldn't know what to do with all that money. So we could probably give a lot of money away, you know, and, and he did the math, just, you know, basic math. And it was like, you know, this, there's so much that we could do if something like this was to really take off, we could help everybody. And so Brent, for the first several months, started plugging away at the site. And, you know, I would tell him what to put on. He would build it because I'm not an IT guy by any means. I, you know, I grew up on the Atari Space Invaders and anything past that, I got to ask my son <laughs> to help me. <laughs> so, you know, and then ultimately Brent's boss, actually, David, came on board. And, you know, between him and Brent, they just started hammering out this site and it took a good, correct me if I'm wrong, Brent, but about two and a half years to build this site out. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, and in the meantime, as we were closing on, closing in on releasing the site, we had some friends uh, that, you know, were at the right place, right time. I call it divine intervention. You know how people come into your life at the right time. And it's yeah. like, wow, man, that is just, you know, the man upstairs was really looking out for us on this one. I needed you in my life and for other reasons, too, outside of business. But, you know, we we picked up uh, a couple other guys, um, Brandon Paget, who uh, helps me out at the bike shop here. I own a bike shop. I'm sitting in the dungeon right now. Nice. And. Uh, he came on board with the accounting because he's just a a genius. He's 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 a numbers guy. And then Scotty Bach, uh, who's one of my dearest friends, and he's also my crew chief for my big races. Um, he's just, I guess, the best way to put it is he's charismatic. And you know, to have a guy like him uh, helping with social media and marketing. 
you know, we all came together, finished up the site. And just at the beginning of the year, it was like, away we go. So after a few years of all this, it's just, uh, I don't know. It's cool. I can, I can sit here and talk for hours about <laughs> everything going on with it, but you know, there's just so yeah. much, so much more involved behind the scenes, you know, people that we've in groups and charities that we've connected with on this site that it's just, it's just cool. So, so you have it. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, no, it's good. So, so you guys, um, you guys knew each, knew each other from like in person. Y'all, y'all are in, o- in Ohio, right? Yeah, we're in yeah. Ohio. He lives about 20 minutes away. And, you know, we just, we run together. We've always ran together. You know, we've raced together a few times and, you know, we're, I mean, we're, we're close family friends. We do family get togethers, you know, with the kids nice. and, yeah. you know, it's, he's not just an acquaintance or a buddy. He's, he's one of my very best friends. And yeah, so I, have to, I have to back up a little bit on this though, because <laughs> Eric said, you know, that everybody came in, came into the picture at the right time. Well, I think that Eric and I came into each other's lives at the right time. Um, there's like, I mean, for me, Eric was somebody I could always talk to real easy to talk to likes to, tease me in races and yeah. uh get me going. I, rubber, I rubber banded him to death in his first ultra <laughs> just to teach him a lesson <laughs> nice. but yeah i mean like a big part a big part of this uh big part of starting your ultra for me was um i have a i have a son my middle son has special needs um so the care you know everything that goes into it it's just mm-hmm it blows your mind how much just time, money, everything. And, you know, with, I mean, you have to have faith when you have a child with special needs, because if you don't, you're just, you're just not going to make it. Um, but Eric came into my life at that point where I was ready to start running, ready to, you know, get things on track and start moving forward. And he was the one that we go on runs, you know, and I'd be able to open up to him, talk to him and really just, you know, go back and forth. He listened. He, and you know, he, you really, like, I always felt that he understood me and understood why I was angry at certain things. I was, um, you know, and not to go, you know, deep into faith or anything, but I mean, I was really angry with God, like really angry. And, um, Eric was there to listen and to, you know, to be there just to hear me. And once I got that out, it really helped me get over that and move forward with my life and start, you know, starting, you know, to start UR Ultra with him um, and to start thinking again and start getting life back on track. And it was a big, it was a big deal. He's, he's been a big, big person in my life that's always been there and always fulfilled, you know, somebody to talk to, you know, things that I can't really talk to anybody about. So. It's really cool how, um, a couple of things, man. I love, I love how running, you know, like you run with somebody and how you just, just putting foot in front of the other with someone else and you end up, you know, just spend, you know, sharing your life with them. You end up talking and, and sharing things. You're like, why did I share that? But you know, whatever. Yeah. But I, I think it's cool. You know, the Bible talks about, you know, your, your, your walk with Christ and, you know, as you walk, as you go and all these things, it's all throughout scripture. And, and, 
you know, we're just taking it up, a, you know, a little bit faster and running, you know, and you, you, you're running with someone and you, you get to know. And I've, I've got some good friends that my only connection with them to start was was running. And we spent countless hours suffering together, you know, and there's, there's something about suffering together. I think too. there is, there is. Yeah. But, you know, it, the suffering goes well past the physical suffering. You know, a lot of it is the mental suffering, you know, yeah. and and, you know, it was the same with me. I went through uh, a long period of time where I had some some issues with my faith as well, you know, growing yeah. up and and in the private schools and and, you know, into a Catholic school system. And, you know, there was a long time when I was in the military and got out that, you know, you start witnessing and experiencing things that make you question like Brent said, and, you know, it's scary because ultimately then what happens for me, at least you just get this big hole and no matter what you put into it, it doesn't fill it up, but maybe for five minutes, but then it just drains right out. And, you know, that was the thing with me and Brent running, you know, we were able to talk about this stuff. And normally when you're out running with people, most people aren't going to, you know, let's face it. Most people aren't going to have a conversation about God or the Bible while you're running. It's just, it hasn't happened in my running world in the last 10 years. Stay away from religion and politics. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? And and it's not even about, you know, any particular religions. I don't even like that term religion. I think it's just about a good Christian faith. And yeah, you know, Brent and I had so many, I mean, we could count, we've logged hundreds of miles together talking about, you know, where we were at, how we were, you know, at a loss or, or had doubt or whatever it was. And, you know, it helped us both, you know, and just to go a little bit past that, you know, talking about Arlen, you know, I run a lot with Arlen, but it's always on his slow recovery. I was was going to say, you can run with Arlen. That's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, so his slow recovery days or the week leading up to the race, he reserves, you know, a run for me maybe once or twice a month. And, yeah, you know, it's funny. And and we'll talk about our faith and nice. we'll talk about the Bible and about scripture. And it was funny because like the the second time that we did that, he was like, you know, it's very refreshing to go on a run with somebody and not talk about what I eat for a race, what kind of shoes I'm wearing, <laughs> what kind of stuff I'm putting under my armpits. He's like, he goes, it's different. And you just, like I said, you just don't get conversation yeah. like that a lot. It's just something that, yeah. I don't know, maybe I was missing that in my, my running friend group. I don't know, but yeah. You know, so, so this, this company, this friendship, it, it's, it's deep, you know, and, and yeah. it's, there's more to it than just a, a race registration platform. Hey, sign up here. I mean, it's, yeah, it, it gets pretty deep between yeah. us and between the people that we're affiliated with. It's cool. Yeah. Well, uh, Hey Brent, do you mind uh, me asking what, um, what, you know, what's your, what's your middle child? Uh, what, the disability what's the disability or what's the special need um he is undiagnosed but okay. um, we recently got a diagnosis that he has um a syndrome that only 16 kids in the world have oh wow so, okay the, the reason i ask is uh my my uh I, I'm, I'm a grandpa and so I, real quick i gotta ask how, how old are you guys uh 
52. <laughs> 43. All right. I'm 48. I'm right in the middle. Okay. I'm a so grandpa saying. too. All right. All right. So, so my grandbaby uh, and my daughter will probably be listening to this. She just ran her first 50 K uh, recently. I got to coach her and, and, and accrue her, but my grandbaby was born with spina bifida. And um, so she, she's a teacher and she stays home now to take care of all the, 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 the PT, the OT, the, all the therapies, all the doctor visits. And um, you know, so she is, so I'm so proud of her because because of the commitment she has to, to my grandbaby, Josephine. And, and so anyway, I, I understand, you yeah. know, it's, it's, it's so much and it's so, but she, she just, she does what she has to do. Cause she, she loves Josephine, you know? Yeah. I mean, with Lucas is my middle boy's name, but with Lucas, okay. you know, we've, um, yeah, the PTZ, OT, the speech, um, you know, he didn't walk till he was, gosh almost six um he actually scooted around um and uh yeah just uh, every the commitment and i commend um i commend her for her commitment i mean it's 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 a lot my wife i mean she we were at our local hospitals akron children's here um we absolutely love them um he i mean she my wife took him we were going at least four days a week, mm-hmm. you know, it's about yeah. half hour away. So, I mean, it's not a short trip. And then we have, you yeah. know, an older son and then we have a younger daughter now, Yeah, but it's, <laughs> it takes a lot to commit to, to making sure that they are given the opportunities to make them. And I don't want to make this sound bad, but to give them the opportunities to make their lives as best as possible. Yeah. Um, and I mean, with Lucas, even, you know, and Eric, you know, when Lucas, Lucas and I, we always wanted to do something together and he can't play sports. Um, you know, he's low muscle tone, so we can't really go like do a lot of physical things, but, um, it so happened that we're myself, I'm co-president of team Hoyt, Ohio. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Rick and Dick Hoyt. Yeah, Um, definitely. Yeah. So we, um, we were like, okay, well, we want to, we're going to do this. And we ended up getting a, getting a wheel, a running wheelchair and um, did a lot of training with Eric and, um, you know, on everybody. It ain't easy training. pushing that kid. It's, it's <laughs> a, a different beast pushing a push card. It's, it's fun yeah. though. He loves it. How old is he? He's 13 now. He's going to be 13 okay. in January. Um, gotcha. But, you know, this, it was three, three years, three and a half years ago. We, uh, he was selected to be one of the Akron Children Hospital heroes. And so um, I was like, well, you know what? We're going to run this race. We're going to run this. We aren't going to sit on sidelines. We're going to do this. So nice. a lot of training with Eric and some other friends. And um, we ended up being the first father-son team to run the entire Akron Marathon together. Sweet. So that, That's... that was commitment. So that was, that was tough. That's, but, yeah. Know, you have good friends behind you that cheer you on and support you all the way. That's what, that's what makes it happen. And through that, I branched into team Hoyt, Ohio, and, you know, I'm trying to make this happen for other kids as well. That's awesome. Cause you know, uh, you know, Josephine will probably, you know um, you know, she's trying out different mobility devices and all, and we don't know that she'll walk, you know, and, and, you know, my daughter's a runner and, you know, so it's, 
And uh, so that's she might have those opportunities to push Josephine in, in some some races. And um, the other thing for her was that training for the ultra was an opportunity for her to able to have time for herself and, you know, in the middle of it. And she missed some runs. She had to. And but, you know, she made the sacrifice and her, her husband was a champ to to watch her when she'd go out on her training runs and stuff. And so anyway, it was just a, it was just a good opportunity. Running was a good opportunity for her to be able to still, I don't know, keep her head together, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. You need that. You need that private time. You need that time to reflect. It's, it's, you almost, you go through a grieving period Mm -hmm. and, you know, I mean, it might not sound like a nice thing to say, but you do. And Once you go through that, the world opens up. It really does. And it's yeah. it's full of joy. I mean, Eric knows Lucas is the nicest kid in the world. I mean, he'll go up to you, he'll go up to you, say hi, shake your hand, and then give you a hug. It's just like doesn't even know you, but you know, yeah. He's yeah. he a lot of joy. That's awesome. So, yeah. We actually have a we have a, a local gal here in Canal Fulton that uh has spina bifida. And I sponsored her through the bike shop. So I always get her bikes and clothing and gear, whatever she needs. And I actually opened up one of our races, the Eagle Up Ultra. Um, and we allow a few hand cyclists to come in and she does it every year. And she does the hundred miles on her hand cycle nice. year after year after year. It's it's really cool to see. So yeah. You know, That's your daughter cool. might be out there running while the kids in in the hand cycle. You know, <laughs> yeah. you might be trying yeah. to keep up with her. So That's that would cool. be cool. Yeah. So, 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 Eric, you have a bike shop, and then Brent. If anybody hadn't picked up, Brent is the, the a computer guy, IT guy, a developer. Um, he, he's kind of. Uh, I'm more of. He's another IT guy, but he works on the other side of the stuff that I do. And um, so, so you guys. Um, are you both originally from Ohio? Yeah. Army okay. brat, but okay. you know, I was too little to really know or give a darn. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Okay. And, and you've always been, you've always lived in proximity and just happened to meet through running. No, I, no. We, were, we didn't meet until, you know, I moved down here probably 18 years ago. I used to live up in uh, around Kent state university. And I moved down here to Canal Fulton and Brent was over in Canton, North Canton. And, you know, we, like I said, we met up through uh, team RWB hooked us up together yeah. through a mutual friend. And, and we just, uh, we really hit it off. Yeah. yeah so I mean, Eric, I, oh, no, go ahead. Brent, go ahead. No, no go I ahead. started in Southern Ohio and then moved up to moved about two and a half hours North. And then, uh, moved moved further east to Canton area so yeah. and it wasn't until gosh we've probably been in been in proximity to each other for we about probably moved here about the same time so we've been in proximity for about what 10 years now 10 12 yeah. years so yeah something nice. like that well, uh, so uh, I know Eric uh, says he's been running you know running hundreds for about a decade and stuff Brent how long have you been uh, running? Four years. Okay. All yeah. right. I we had my my daughter and I was like, okay, I was I was I was up there. I weighed a lot because all I did was sit in front of the computer. Didn't really yeah. think of anything of it. And then my daughter was born 
And I was like, okay, yeah, it's, it's time to get moving. And went on this kick of running and lost near, lost close to 70 pounds. Dude, um, that's awesome. And, uh, and he got pretty fast. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, nights where I couldn't you know? keep up with him. I had to beg him to slow down. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, that's when I started, you know, four years ago after I lost that weight, I was like, this is, this is fun. You know? Yeah. So, so how did you, uh, how did you, what was your progression as far as running races? And, and like, did you, did you just start doing like 5k, 10ks marathon? What, what, yeah. Um, <laughs> I did, I did a couple five k's. And then I did two half marathons and then that's when I met Eric and I went and ran a 50 miler. Nice. So, I like it. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm just going to do this. I thought Eric knew Eric thought I was crazy. And was like, okay, I'm never going to see this guy again. <laughs> lo and behold, I keep, I come in hobbling, you know, after that 50 miler. Like, that I was a big old glass of Kool-Aid he drank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's, that's, I, Hey, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm like that too. My first race was a marathon and my first ultra was a hundred. So just yeah, whatever, just, 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 just jump in, man. It's, it's all good. Yep, just do it. <laughs> uh, well, uh, so you, you guys, I, I have never actually been to Ohio. Um, and so, you know, there's some races out there, man. Um, and Eric, I know you put some on, but what are your, what do you guys like to run out there? What are your favorite races or what, or what has been your favorite? Um, well, you want me to, I like to travel. I'll be honest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I run a little bit in Ohio, you know, I've ran the canal corridor a couple of times okay. to 100 and, you know, it, it's a nice, fast, flat race. Um, but I, you know, for after directing all these races all year, I like to get out of the state, and that's kind of yeah. like my my runcation. And quite honestly, one of my favorite races has been the Badger One Hundred. Yeah, you know the Scotty Cummers race up yeah, in Wisconsin. Yeah. It's just, <clears throat> I know it's a flat towpath for the most part, but it is just fun. You know, it's, it's about the people on that one. Yeah. It's about the people. You still get the hundred miles. It's just, it's always been one of my favorite races, you know? And so I try to make it a point to get out there every year. Um, and this year, uh, you know, going back to being a grandpa, I'm a grandpa. Yeah. Um, and I also had a, a new son born a few months ago. And the funny <laughs> nice. thing was, is I was signed up for the Vermont 100 and I was registered for the Badger 100. And sure enough, Finn was born smack dab between the two. So well, I couldn't it. Go either, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we didn't want to risk going, going away and something happening or, you know, yeah, obviously yeah. I couldn't leave afterwards. So. You know, I just like to pick out some different hundreds around, you know, around the country and try them. You know, I've been to Havelina, you know, I'm doing a nice. cool one that looks like in Maine next year. And uh, cool. Yeah. yeah. So, that's yeah. I like I like that's kind of the I pick stuff. I like mountain races. I I, I kind of suck at them. But I like, I, yeah. I, the elevation races kind of beat me up, too. Yeah. But they are fun. You know, it's eastern yeah. states, you know, destroyed me and. Yeah. yeah yeah they're good they're fun yeah yeah what about you brent um i've just stuck in ohio so far um but, yeah you know i have to say and this this might sound like a shameless plug but 
Eagle Up is probably Eagle Up is my favorite race, just because yeah. of the people. There's a huge buffet. Like the aid station is insane. Eagle Up, so, and I'm I'm not a small guy, so I'm a, I like to eat when I run. Well, yeah, and I'll, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Why not? But uh, Eagle Up is definitely number one. Um, well, t- tell me about Eagle Up. What what is what is what are the distances and where is it? Right, what, so, tell me about it. Me and my my old partner created Eagle Up about seven or eight years ago, and I had a I had a hundred mile race that I was going to bring like fifty to a hundred runners and aid station people and everything, and I asked them if they could give uh, could you give like a ten percent discount to all these veterans to you know from RWB to run? I'm going to use this as a a team building weekend. Blah blah blah. And several months later, uh, they replied, no. Huh. Um, and, you know, I don't, you know, I'm yeah. not out to get special treatment for veterans, you know, just, yeah. but it, it kind of bothered me a little bit. So I had uh, one of my friends in the shop and I'm like, hey, let's start our own 24 hour ultra and let's donate the money to Team RWB. And so we did. <laughs> We opened the race in March and the race was in June. And the first year we had like 138 people. Nice. In just like two months or whatever, but it doubled every year. And it got to the point where last year after COVID, we hit 900 registrations from 44 Dude. states and three countries. And it's a five mile loop right here in Canal Fulton. Everybody starts pouring in from Wednesday on. They camp, they fill the whole park with tents and trailers and campers. I hire a band. We have swimming pools, hot tubs. I don't <laughs> drink, but we have an entire beer truck, you know, from Michelob. Now you know in, why I like in, the race. And the aid station. <laughs> yeah. The aid station is the biggest aid station you'll ever see. I mean, we had my pizza bill alone um, from East. I mean, East of Chicago pizza sponsored this year. But my pizza bill is usually about fifteen hundred dollars just for pizza. (laughs) And yeah, so we have we do they have 24 hours to run and we do distances 20 or 50K. 50 mile, 100K, 100 mile. Then I threw in, it's called a 50-50, the 50 mile, 50K. And then we also do four and eight man relays. And it's, and then the most miles, you know, whatever. So it's just the record, the world record for the biggest 24 hour ultra was in California, like 560 people. Yeah. And we blew it away three years in a row. So I, I mean, we have the unofficial world record is the, the world's biggest 24 hour event. And it's just, that's fantastic. Fun. Man. You know, it's like yeah. I said, it's a flat five mile loop. It's beyond scenic and it's just a ride. We donate a lot of money from that race to team RWB and uh, whispering grace horses. And nice, you know, and it's, Eric, it's cool. So Eric's at the finish line. When you finish like your 25 K he's like, Oh, so you're going to do 50 miles now. And then you, yeah. you finish 50. He's like, oh, you can you can do 100K. Come yeah. on. So I it, it's I like a drug, like a, like yeah. a drug dealer. Yeah, you, oh, you yeah, want this? Is. You want this? People, Come on, man. They Just hate me on. during the race. They really do. But I sit there all day filling water bottles and passing out medals. 
and we run out of metal. You know, we order so many extra metals, uh, especially the 100K. For the 100K, we do little mini buckles. And every single 50 miler that comes through, it's like, look, man, two more loops and you get a buckle. Okay. You know, and then they go trudging off. And then I end up having all these extra 50 mile medals and I run out of 100K buckles because I'm pushing everybody to go do another distance. That's Uh, awesome. It's pretty cool. That's cool. Well, well, while you were saying that, I was just looking at how far of, of a drive it was <laughs> to Canal Fulton from, uh, from from me. It's I got about 14 hours. Hmm. Where are you at? I'm, I'm in Tulsa, north of Tulsa. Oh, OK. Yeah. So it's a anyway. fun race. All uh, right. Yeah. Uh, I'll keep that. Has Arlen run it yet? Yeah. Wow. So the very first year Arlen set the 50K <laughs> course record, that was like his first ultra ever. And funny stories, you know, he's, he's flying through, he doesn't eat, his family's sitting there, and I ended up having to set up a, a little tiny portable table by his family and fill it up with 10 water glasses. And every loop he'd come by and he would chug all his little Dixie cups of water and then take off. And he was so dizzy, dehydrated, and delirious from not eating. And I mean, he was running like, what, five five and a half yeah, yeah. doing what Arlen does yeah yeah and the last loop you know he's out there tripping and falling and getting back up and running and so he won it and then he came back a couple years later and got the fastest hundred mile time it was like I don't know 13 hours and some change Stupid and I know he'll yeah. beat that by, he could come back and beat it by two hours now oh man so yeah he he's been out well, here a couple of times for that he's got a couple of our course records um what what do you remember what his 50k time was i don't remember i'd have to look it up but it, it was actually beat oh really so we have a female ultra runner here in the community actually she's like a marathon runner mm-hmm. and she came out to beat his 50k record and Arlen actually went out on the course and paced her her last couple loops to make sure that she beat his record. And she did. That's cool. I love and that. It was really cool. Yeah. I tell you, he's one of the most humble people you, you'd yeah. ever meet. He loves the competition and he encourages it. He wants to see people beat his records because then yeah. it gives him something to go back and do again. Yeah. You know, he had yeah. the course record at our Tuscazor 100 and He's waiting for somebody to beat it so that he can go back out there and beat it again. He's, I like it. Yeah. I, that's one of the cool things about our ultra running community. You know, when like for something like even a 50 K or you look at like a, that, the, uh, the uh, uh, Appalachian trail where, um, you know, you got one person who beat it and then he's helping the next person to beat him. You know, it's yeah. like, I, yeah. I just love that, man. That's it's, it's cool. You know, it's, yeah. it's Hey, let's see what, what we can do as humans, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. a great community. Yeah. Well, so, so, uh, so let's, let's kind of, let's circle back. And um, because I had not heard of, of you are ultra um, until, until I, till Arlen got on my radar and it was kind of funny. I don't remember. I was, I was trying to, decided, you know, trying to figure out who to interview next for the podcast. And I was just looking at, you know, I saw some race results and I saw, saw this guy, Arlen Glick, who had run, I forgot which race it was, but like smoked it. And I was like, who is this guy? And I started like on social media, looking him up and everything else and couldn't find him. Uh, then I, I found him on Strava and messaged him and, uh, 
you know, we ended up really hitting it off. And, you know, I consider Arlen a, a friend now. I got to hang out with his family at, at Western States and, and uh, visit with them. And awesome Wonderful people, family. man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fantastic, man. I just I just you know, what's not to love, you know, there's, they're so, uh, supportive and just, just great people. Yeah. And, um, but, uh, you know, but I'm looking at pictures of him to interview him and I saw him with, with the, the shirt and we ended up, you know, talking about it on the podcast, uh, a couple of times, you know, what, what is this? And he's like, well, it's, it's some friends of mine. Cause I was asking him, you know, he's like, you know, about sponsorships and stuff. I was like, dude, like, you're smoking these races. Like, are you, are you getting approached for sponsors and all? And, you know, he just, we talked about how he, uh, you know, he just wants to be careful about sponsorships and all. And we yeah. started talking about UR ultra. And so, um, I love that, that, that this was kind of birthed out of, you know, you guys running and you, 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 you know, have the ability to, to be able to write this and program this and, and, and do this thing. And, and it's to give, you know, part of it is to, to give and to do something. And so, I, I don't know, it's kind of, it's really cool. And it sounds like God just put the right people in your path to, he you know, did, you know, to, cause you gotta really have somebody did. that knows business. Otherwise you get yourself in trouble. You gotta have the right people that know the coding and the back end. Otherwise you get yourself in trouble. You yeah. know? Um, so, how okay how how long when you guys like fired it up um i mean how how, how long has it been that that you are ultra has been live and and active? we just we fired it up at the beginning of this year okay um we are we're moving slowly but surely and, I, and it's getting i shouldn't say slowly it's rolling pretty well um do we have races on there like some of the other registration plans forms we don't but are we are we headed in the right direction absolutely you know it's like that new race where sometimes an inaugural race that come out and there's a lot of runners that are think okay i'm going to sit back and i want to hear how the first race goes and before i spend my money and and go run that and it's kind of like i think the same concept i think a lot of race directors have been sitting back and watching to see how we perform what we do yeah and you know you know how, how are they going to compare this new site if I put the race on versus where I have it now where there's so much traffic? And quite honestly, the traffic in our site is, is pretty insane. Um, and I'm not talking about just my personal races that are on there. I've talked to a couple of the other race directors and their races, you know, their registrations are above where they were last year at this time on other platforms that they've experienced. So, you know, nice. we're getting the traffic. We've got ex- insanely high Google rankings already in just, you know, eight, nine months, 10 months. And there's more coming that's really going to blow people's mind. That's got a lot of people talking already. We, uh, we did uh, kind of talk about it a little bit on another podcast a few weeks ago, and it just went live last night, late last night. Nice. So, and we already started getting race directors emailing us this morning, you know, wanting to know more, you know, how do we get our races on here? Um, I personally am kind of glad for the slow conservative growth throughout this first year. I, you know, it would have been cool to just blow up, but at the same time, you know, it worked out better this way, having a little bit slower growth, because let's face it, this is a very intricate system. And we have found some glitches and a few things wrong. 
Um, the security is through the roof. You know, nobody has to worry about that stuff. It is certified, uh, secured, and insured. Um, yeah. But, you know, there's been some things where a couple race directors would reach out and say, hey, can you fix this or add this or make the make this part of the site this way or make this part of the site that way? And 99.9% of the time, David and Brent have it fixed within a day or a few days or have an addition made. So there's been a lot of slow changes throughout the year, just making the site even better and better. And it, and it's still getting better and better. They're, they're making changes. David, especially he's, he's a machine. Um, he's making changes almost every single day um, to the site. And yeah, we like to, we like to listen to, listen to people. And that's where, that's where all the, the slow growth is nice. Um, Cause it allows us to give that, personal touch to everything and that's important i mean i don't want people to feel you know we're just here to take your money because that's not what we're here for we want to build a platform that everybody likes and i feel that we have um and there's always room for improvement in everything that you do and yeah you know we're willing to listen yeah well the 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 look of the site just 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 going to it 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 looks good it has a great you know it has a great feel to it you know like you're just looking at it so it's it's a it's a a race registration platform at kind of like uh you know some some of the others <laughs> ultra sign up run sign up all that stuff yeah 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 so what Apart from that, I want you to share, like, sh- share what, what was on the other podcast. What what other components are you guys doing? Um, All right. For so <laughs> Eric's going to drop a bomb. I'm gonna Here you go. Bring it. Bomb. Bring it. <laughs> you want the long version? Uh, whatever, man. Just, just bring it. I want to hear. All right. So I have this customer that came into my bike shop one day, and I was working on his bike, and we were talking, telling him about the site, and – and this was before we launched even. And, you know, he's like, that sounds so neat. I told him, you know, there's things that we want to do different. We want to offer this and we want to offer that. And one of the things I talked to him about was I want to figure out a way to offer a, a timing solution, but a very effective and efficient timing solution that's not like the little chip timers that are out there now. I want something really good. I, I want the Cadillac of all timers. Okay. Um, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I it kind of felt like he didn't know what I was talking about, but he left. <laughs> and 20 minutes later, he comes back into the shop, grabs me and says, we need to sit down and talk. And he goes, this is what I do. This is my company. We're located out of South Africa and here in the U.S., I want to partner up with you and build you a GPS timing system for your website. And I'm like, like, okay. And he goes, I want a meeting with my brother, Steve and your team. So a week later, we all met here at the bike shop and these guys have dropped so much money on this, on this thing their company in South, they have a, a, a really genius programmer apparently in South Africa that took a GPS system that they use for routing and being able to find, like there's GPS systems in delivery GPS. vehicles. So they took this system. <laughs> what do you say? 
We can't go into too much detail right now. Okay. So okay, basically, <laughs> that's all right. No, don't share anything that's going to get you in trouble. Yeah, I want, no, I, no, no, no. <laughs> it's it's going to be coming out here in uh, this spring. Um, it is a GPS timing system to where uh, we will know where everybody is on the course at all times, exactly where they are. If they cut the course, if they fall off the course, if they even fall down and hurt themselves and not move for X amount of time, we'll know. Um, if they're camping in the porta potty and running if across they're camping the, in the porta potty, <laughs> if they're cutting the course, you know, but we'll know and see, we'll have a big screen TV. We're actually going to test, do another test run. And, uh, I have a little hundred mile charity race next weekend at whispering grace. Uh, they do equine therapy for veterans for free. So we, mm-hmm. we hold this little race. There are about 50 people and we donate all the money to the, to the farm. It's really cool, but we're going to be testing it there. But we'll actually have a big screen TV. These race directors can use this this timing system and it'll have the course. These guys will actually uh, grid the entire course out just the way the race directors want it. And bystanders could sit there and watch where the runners are on the course at all time. So if somebody came up to me and said, hey, where's Arlen Glick right now? We can type in his number. He'd pop up on the screen. It would show his pace. It'll show it'll show everything, how much time he's spending at aid stations, if he went to the bathroom or not, you know, it, it will show everything. Uh, the crew will be able to pull up the timing app from UR Ultra for that particular race, and they can actually watch their runner and know exactly when he's he or she is going to be at that aid station. Wow. A, a crew person or a pacer could pull it up and type in a, a bib number and say, okay, um, the guy behind you is approximately 2.3 miles behind <laughs> you and he's running it, you know, seriously. Yeah. And that's how this, this timing system is going to be able to do all kinds of stuff. And, you know, I think it's going to be, I think it's part of the pun, perfect timing because a lot of these big events right now are being broadcasted, which is so cool yeah. to watch. I mean, yeah. I can't watch sports on TV. It bores me unless it's hockey, but I can sit and watch, yeah. you know, <laughs> exactly. the Havelina hundred or Western States. It's, it's fun to watch your runners and your friends, yeah. you know, it's, it's cool, but there's a lot of times throughout some of the races where it's like, well, where's this person? Where's this person? Yeah. You know, and this, this could uh, solve a lot of those problems. And I have so many questions. I don't even know if I can <laughs> ask them. Brent, Brent, I got technical questions, man. I got- <laughs> Here we go. No, I'll just, so how is this, uh, you know, um, how is it, um, how's the technology different? Like, you know, like, cause like when I ran Tahoe 200, you we wear the spot trackers and things like that. So is it, uh, this is it similar? Is, well, this, this thing this, is uh, now the size of a silver dollar and what? it could be put yeah. into your shoelaces. You can wrap it or I actually wore one last week on my wrist and it was like, having my my watch on my wrist holy smoke how okay it's waterproof and it's got a battery life of five days and and does it does it uh does it it that's all you need is gps it doesn't does it run do cellular does it is it just strict gps like no uh, they run it through cell towers oh okay all right we're giving away the gander now 
I'm sorry. I don't want to, I don't want to ask you. Okay. I don't, I, no. that's why I'm, I'm cautious. Like yeah. I have so many questions cause I love that. I'm a tech, I'm a techie too, yeah. you know? So it's like, how does this yeah, work? I mean, they, at Western States, they, um, they had uh wife basically like sell signal boosters everywhere. Um, yeah. so it's, it's similar to that, but not, not yeah. on that. Um, it we'll just say it's similar to that. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, gotcha. There will be races where they'll have to put boosters out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing though. We've run, we've run a few tests. Well, not a few. We've run a lot of tests, um, and we figured out, you know, where we need to put these and, um, you know, how they're gonna interact and make sure the yeah. signal's there. Um, the main thing for this system too is, and I, I don't think we touched on it. I think enough is the safety factor. Um, you know, when, when you're running, you're a middle, like, uh, yeah, it's great to see all these elites running and everything like that. I mean, that's, you know, that's why we watch a lot, why we watch the sport, but then we have, you know, the, the middle of backpackers, which would be yeah. me <laughs> and, <clears throat> and we want to make sure that everybody's safe. Yeah. So if, if somebody, if somebody in the back of the pack, you know, falls down, hurts themselves or whatever, and they can't and they're sitting there, the race director could actually put in a certain time period of how long somebody can stand still before they get an alert. Yeah. That's so, cool. Um, It'll that being that said, person falls down. Yeah. And then we know exactly where <laughs> they are. So we can actually send people directly to those coordinates, those GPS coordinates, where they're at, make sure they're safe. Um, and that's, that's a big factor in this too. You know, if somebody yeah. goes off course, if somebody's two miles off course and they're, they just keep going, well, that's, you know, they aren't going to know where they're going. So we can tell if they're going off course, cause it'll break a certain area yeah. um, that we lay down and then it alerts, uh, alerts the race director to say, okay, uh, we need to go get this guy. Cause he is way off course. Mm. Um, and they can do that. Um, future enhancement I would, that I am, dying to see and I know to get you're gonna say you probably shouldn't say it just yet but it goes All even right. farther than that it's pretty cool yeah i won't say it but oh no okay. we'll talk like... we'll talk when we get off the air i promise i won't share <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean safety is a big part and yeah, that, yeah. that's a major part of it because i mean you're yeah it's always fun to to track the people in the front but everybody yeah. in the race needs to be safe and everybody in the race wants those stats so you know if we can, you know, pull stats on and give these stats to anybody in the race saying, okay, well, you're, you're the amount of, um, you know, basically a power output that you put going up a hill compared to going down throughout the whole race. It'll tell you, you know, what you're doing there. It'll tell you, you know, your splits. It'll tell your heart. I mean, no, oh, we can't tell your heart rate yet. That, yeah. yeah, put it that way. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> might even come into your dish. Uh, socks. <laughs> that's so. It's, that's there's a lot that's, involved. So that's pretty fantastic. My and my, like like for my wife, you know, who cruised me quite a bit, and you know, to be, her to be able to have some pretty good solid data on, you know, how fast I'm moving, where I am, and uh, and and up to date. Because even the spot, like spot trackers, sometimes there there's a delay there, and sometimes they're just there's nothing, you know. And so, yep. um, anyway, that, I, that's exciting, man. So, um, that, that, and once again, another divine appointment, I guess, you know, just 
yeah. a conversation there talking with somebody at your bike shop and this guy happens to be somebody who does this i mean what i know how <laughs> like how does this happen that's that's pretty cool that's pretty cool um so so right now uh, walk me through because uh, i've helped um in louisiana uh, i helped start uh, a friend start some races and all and and uh they you know they this was years ago so they they went through the other the other guy um and so somebody wants to 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 do a race with UR ultra. So what's, what's the process and what, what are the services right now that you guys offer? Uh, how does, how does it work? Well, they would basically just log into UR ultra and mm -hmm. request, uh, access as a race director. Uh, we approve it pretty immediately. Um, and then they can go on and they can build a race just like they okay. would on the other sites. Um, you know, our, when you look at some of the other sites, you know, a lot of them are just one pagers. Some are a little bit more advanced. Um, ours is like when they create a race, it's like a mini website. Um, and it's it's pretty easy to get through. Um, I will be honest with you. There are some parts that at first were a little bit difficult for me because I'm not a computer guy. Yeah. But uh, we are actually putting videos, how-to videos on the site here very soon to make it even easier and more fluid for the race directors to put on. Uh, there's a few that have done it, but most of them have asked us to do it. And that's one of the big things is, is we just collect the data from the race directors and we actually will build out the races for them and uh and tweak it until it's perfect the way they want it and you know we can have a race out and in just hours or a day or depends on yeah. what they want it's i mean if a race director you know wants to get that site up you know contact us get us the details we'll put it up and then it's almost easier that way because then the race director can go in to their account find the race and go through the whole thing and see what we did Mm -hmm. and tweak you know content yeah. um they can you know aid station information crew pacer information everything that's listed on there they can go in and and tweak all that so then they'll get used to it and after that you know you're off to the races and of course if you need help you know down the road obviously we're here you know we answer emails really quickly um you know within 24 hours that's what we try that's our goal you know we're we aren't a yeah. big, big company, but you know, we, we, that is, we do do that. We do answer within 24 hours yeah. and it, it just helps that way. So if a race director wanted to, they just come on the site, they fill out, you know, a race director form. And um, there's one right on the homepage and there's an actual page that they can go to. Um, and then we'll get them set up with an account and, you know, shoot us an email. If you want us to set your first race up for you, and you know, we will, if you want us to set up all your races, it's not a problem either. So yeah, that's nice. Well, I just called up the like Canal Corridor Hundred uh, web, you know, the site on on you guys' site, and and it looks great. You know, like that could be the their website if they wanted it. You know, like if a if a but somebody starts a race and doesn't have a website, just 
point their URL to that, you know, and it's, yeah. it's, it's all the things of course info, all that. So that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's got, you could put GPX files of the course in there, satellite maps, all the pictures you want. If you look at Eagle up, we even have a video of the start of Eagle up from this past year. Yeah. Um, and another cool thing, if you look at that, do you notice the team RWB emblem up in the top right corner? Yep. We actually partnered up with team RWB and for all the race directors that are willing to put the RWB logo on their race, what that does is you are ultra will donate uh, a portion of our service fee from every single runner from that race to RWB, not the race director, but we do it. And then in turn, RWB, what they do is they take that race and they put it on their activity app within a 400 mile radius of the location of that race and promote it to the veterans and the, the non-veterans and, and team RWB. Oh, that's so cool. So, yeah. So it's just a way, another way to, to help them and, and get the word out. So it's advertising and, and we make a donation to them. And so, so, oh, go ahead, Brent. Go ahead. Oh, and we're looking into a few other um, charities that we'd like to, to help out to um, not, not to harp on it or anything, but, you know, yeah. for, you know, with my son, you know, charities like that, that because families need, we know personally that, you know, you need help when you're, when your child is in the PICU for three and a half months, yeah. it's not an easy bill to foot when you're trying to get up there and, and, you know, gas money, food, everything. So we're trying, we're looking into that, trying to figure out a way that we can, we can help that way as well. Ultimately, um, we'll have a whole page full of charities that we donate sweet. proceeds from the service fees to. And that, that's our ultimate goal is just to fill up pages to, to help nice. out. So. so, so, um, so a race director signs up with you guys, gets the page up, right? Uh, runners start signing up. Um, how do you guys do as far as like once, uh, you know, we have an accounting the- system that pays them out uh, every two weeks. Okay. And yep. then, and then, so they get that. And then, um, how do, how do you guys get the, the race information for the runners, you know, to put, to post on the site, the results, how do you guys collect that data? Uh, they can, the race directors can just download it. There's a, you can go right to past races and just download all the data right into it. With, um, when they, when entrants sign up, all that goes onto the site on the page mm-hmm. and then actually race directors can download that and then just download it in CSV, Excel, um, whatever type of file they need, and then upload it straight to their timing system right now okay. they need. Yeah. Um, and then the results, the, we have another section um, in our backend where they can actually download a Excel or you know, any of those files that'll tell them what, um, what fields need to be, or what columns I should say need to be added in order to upload the results from their race. So basically everything that they download from the, um, their timing system, they can just either copy and paste it or remove a few rows if there's extra rows and then upload it and all shows up on the site. You can add, yeah, you can add past (laughs) years. You can go as far back as you need to. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, uh, how many races do you guys currently host? Um, how many do we got on there? Maybe 20? Uh, I think 17. 17 to be exact. Cool. cool. So, got a long ways to go, but we're getting yeah. there. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, you got you. St- you got to start somewhere. And and you guys have I like I like that you guys are, uh, you know, gr- you know, s- growing it slow. And then I don't know. That's a pretty big, big deal. You got on the horizon right there for the tracking, man. That's that's yeah, that's pretty exciting cool. and scary at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of a lot of stuff, man. Um, well, um, so you guys are doing that. The cool thing about it is, is like you guys all have you got jobs, you got families, you got. And this is like this is like a labor of love, you know, that you you, you guys are doing on, on the side. You, you might have to remind yourself you love it sometimes when you're coding or dealing with junk. But three, yeah. four in the morning. Well, yeah. You know, yeah. Ultimate, ultimately, and, you know, in the next few years, it would be great if this is all we were doing, you know, and yeah. just traveling around to races and, and being a part of a lot of these people's events. I mean, that's ultimately where we'd like to be someday, but you know, we all have to pay our dues and, and, and do what we got to do. Yeah. That's awesome. So, uh, so you are, you are ultra.com. The letters you, the letters are ultra.com. Uh, and I have to ask this, uh, before we, before we get off, but, uh, Hey, what guy, what races are you guys running next? What, Eric, what you got on the, on your, what you signed up for next? Well, <sighs> Actually, our charity event, our Whispering Grace 100 next weekend, um, my partners have agreed to let me actually run the race. Nice. A small charity event. Uh, They're making me pay in full for it, too. I don't get any (laughs) free codes, but it's cool, you know, so I've taken a year off from racing just for injuries and, you know, personal growth reasons, you know, as we talked about earlier and. And I'm excited to get back in. So that that's my my next one here is, is next weekend. Sweet, sweet. Well, good good luck, man. Get out there and crush it, and remember what yeah. it's like to suffer running 100 miles, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, I miss it. I miss it. Yeah. And what about you, Brent? <laughs> oh, I'll be cheering him on next weekend. Okay, all right, good. <laughs> I'll be making sure that food disappears when he passes. So, <laughs> but um, you know, I'd like I need to. It's been a while since I ran a race. Just um a lot of dedication to the site and yeah, you know, so I'm yeah. looking at, you know, just jumping back in with one of Eric's races, actually uh, get lucky. 50 50 is one of my favorite races too. Like I love the course just because it's, it's just a nice course. It's fairly flat. It's something I can get back in and tackle it. And then, you know, after that, I'm, yeah, I'm going for uh, a sprint triathlon and then uh, going to try and work my way up in that in that realm because i want to you know i want to pull my i want to pull my son swim pulling my son and bike pulling my son and running so i'll have you doing an iron man here soon yeah i've got three years so three years for the iron man with him but then also i don't know if eric knows this yet or not but i uh i want to try and run eagle up uh pushing him as far as i can so that's the goal I like it. No, man, that's, that's good. And you know what you said, like with the site and there are seasons and, uh, you know, I took some time off this year after some DNFs and some just overtraining and, and all that. And, 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 you know, at first it was kind of, you know, cause we, we do all that, we do this stuff and you you start to define yourself sometime by what you yeah. do instead of who you are. And mm-hmm. it's okay to step away. And, and it's just a reminder that, you know, Hey, I, I'm, I'm me. I'm who God created me to be, whether I'm running hundred miles, 200 miles or not. And, uh, I like doing it and I'm ready to get back in it and I'm about to, but I took, you know, it's okay to take, take a season off you and, and you focus on something on else. The, you hit the nail on the head with that. You know, it, it gets to the point where you, it defines you 
and that's not really who we are or who I am. And, you know, I, I don't want people to think I'm just the guy that runs hundreds all the time. That's, there's a yeah. little bit more to it, you know, and, and I think this year off was, was, couldn't have been, it was perfect timing. It was, it was a good year and I don't regret it at all. You know, you, you got to take that breather and that step back and, and really think, you know, what's, what's really important here. And, you know, I found that, but like you said, I'm ready to get back to it a little bit. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the kids found me. I they found you. Now they found me. I saw some heads in the background going down the <laughs> stairs and stuff. You got, you got a scoot Brent. Uh, I probably should, unless you want my daughter to start, uh, taking my spot <laughs> spotlight for sure. Oh man. Well, I know, I know you've got family things to go to. Look, you guys, I, I, uh, I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I I hope your ultra takes off. If there are any anybody out there, you guys that are looking for races, you know, there's it looks like uh, Ohio races, and uh, there I think there's some others on there too. Uh, check out your ultra as you're doing searches for for races to run, and any race directors out there, man, wanna. Um, I know most of the race directors I know love to help and do charity things, uh, and they can do that through hosting their races, you know, through your site. So. Man, appreciate you guys and uh, love what you're doing. So keep it up. Thanks, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. And I need to make a trip to Ohio. So yes. I got to run a race out there. Oh, yeah. Arlen, Arlen told me I need to go run a race. He said he'd pace me. I said, that'd be the most boring job ever, but you know, whatever, dude, you can, you can pace me. <laughs> uh, well, you guys take care and I hope to see you in person at some point. Oh, I'm sure we are. Trail yeah. Our paths will cross. All right, guys. Take care. Thank All you. Right.